the only constant in life is change. And yet what's interesting is that that is also the thing that we are most resistant to. Right. And and that resistance is what is said to create wind in our life. And wind is what sets the foundation for what the classics in Chinese medicine refer to as the hundred diseases. And in other words, wind is associated with all disease. Pretty profound, isn't it? Yeah. And what is wind? I think that's an important concept to develop because we talk about it very kind of normally in Chinese medicine. But for our listeners who maybe are not at all familiar with this concept, I think it's important to develop because once you understand the pathogenic factor of wind, then you also understand how to resolve or prevent the foundation for 100 diseases. Natural Healing Podcast, the show designed to guide, inspire, and empower you to elevate your health so you can achieve your goals and dreams. We are your hosts, Dr. Satara Moafi and Salvador Cephalou, a husband and wife team of acupuncturists and owners of a Center for Natural Healing, an integrative wellness clinic based in the heart of Silicon Valley. We're here to make the ancient wisdom of healing practical and accessible for your modern lifestyle. And since wind is one of the six evils we had talked about in a previous episode, which I'll quickly reiterate, uh, wind is associated with the springtime and the wood element. Heat's going to be associated with the fire element and the summer season. And then heat in its extreme state is a going to be associated with what we call fire. So that's going to be another evil. The autumn associated with the metal element is going to be associated with the factor of dryness. And then of course, the winter time is going to be associated with cold and how cold can create damage to our health. And the sixth factor is related to the earth element, which we had talked about in a previous episode as well that's associated with the doyo period, that 18-day period that precedes the onset of every new season, which is associated with the earth element and the organs of the spleen and stomach. And as you can imagine, these six evils are easy to understand within the body because dryness is going to be reflected as dryness in your body. So you're going to have a dry cough, or you're going to have dry skin or just dry eyes. You're going to need moisture. If you have too much heat, there's going to be signs of inflammation and fire is going to be more of an extreme case of that. It could be acute infections, for example. Cold, you're going to feel cold or you might have like pain, sharp pain in the body. In terms of dampness, we talked about it as a, internally as like a fungal terrain where a person might have a like a thick tongue coating, they might have a candida, they might have a chronic sinusitis or a vaginitis, you know, problems where there's just like 
an accumulation of wetness in the body, which could also be observed as uh, edema. So like you have swollen joints, you know, that's going to be also dampness that accumulates at a deep level in the body. But what about wind? That wind is really just a bit of a nebulous concept. And I love discussing it because you could think about uh, wind as we see it, as we observe it in nature, it's, it shakes the trees, it rattles the leaves and the, and the limbs. And so you could think of the body rattling too. So tremors and shakes are going to be related to wind, a feeling like you're dizzy and your, your equilibrium is off is going to be wind. Wind is going to be just too much pressure. There's just like this in, intense pressure. So any like nerve irritability, the wind really, as we said, it, it's associated with all diseases, but you really see it because the liver and the wood element relates to your nerves. You really see it like, you know, nerve irritability, or it could be like spasms and, and cramps. And you know, these are very obvious forms of wind as well in the body. Or twitches, you get eye twitches, you know, excessive blinking. That's all wind that's trapped. And we often experience these wind symptoms most commonly when we're going through a major change in our lives because it's kind of that resistance to the change. Even though that might not be conscious, we often resist only because it's uncomfortable. And seasonally, we see wind dominate more because we're going through an extreme change when we're shifting from winter to springtime because the winter is the most dormant, most yin season. It's known as the yin within yin season of the year, whereas springtime is yang within yin. So it's where that first yang energy begins to sprout forth. And there's a big shift. You see it in the environment. There's more flowers blossoming. There's more activity in the environment. And that can really shake things up in our lives because we have to be ready for that change. Well, and in our area, we see a lot of wind in the environment during the spring and blows a lot of pollen around. So wind is also associated with itching, you know, and, and wind is a, a yang phenomenon, whereas like dampness is a yin phenomenon. It's, it's going to be like a wetness. Yang is going to be very active and that activeness creates heat. So itching and redness of the eyes and the headaches and the pressure in the head and, and the radiating pain, wind moves. So it's like, could be like sciatica. It could be just like a pinched nerve where you get pain radiating down the leg or the arms. It could be associated with like Bell's palsy where you get spasms and paralysis. And so you could think about like a stroke is going to be an extreme state of wind and an exuberant yang chi that breaks a blood vessel in the brain. Right. So wind is really the foundation for all of these diseases. And it can be so extreme that it can actually take away your life. So it's really important to temper wind. And we mentioned earlier that wind is a resistance to change. So how do we temper wind? Well, one of the most effective ways to do this is to learn to go with the flow, is to kind of accept things in life with greater ease and flow, is to not be so rigid, not want to control everything so much. And also be mindful if you have the tendency to always want to challenge things in life. 
Try to be more water and go with the flow. Allow things to come. Receive experiences. Receive everything with simplicity. That is going to help you to find your way through situations without having to experience so much discomfort mentally, physically, and emotionally. And that's why the first tip to deal with these symptoms of wind that we see coming up in our lives is to simply be aware of what's going on and how are we dealing with what's going on? Are we resisting how our life is unfolding? Are we becoming too frustrated and angry about it? Yeah, awareness is really the first step in any sort of change that you want to make with your health, with your well-being. So that really is the most important step that you can take in terms of tempering the phenomenon of wind in your life. And that leads us to the second tip that is really essential is, you know, once we become aware of, of our resistance and perhaps our reactivity and maybe over aggressiveness, we need to learn to temper our emotions because it's the wood energy that generates wind. And so if we are too assertive and aggressive with others, if we are too goal oriented, if we are too temperamental and we just can't manage our emotions we need to get a grip and we need to come to terms with that and settle that down and that's why it's important that if you are having a hard time controlling your wood energy and this uh, aggressive nature is to not have too much stimulants like coffee too much caffeine because that's just going to wind you up more and it's going to make it harder to manage And that makes me think of the third tip, which is stress management. So you have to learn to manage the stress that's in your life. We can't necessarily control the degree of stress that we have in our lives at all times, but we can certainly control how we deal with it. Now, if there are factors that are within your control, like a job that you could leave that could reduce your stress level or a relationship that's maybe toxic that you could also exit quietly in order to reduce your stress, then you definitely want to do those things to help to temper your emotions a little bit. But if there are things that you can't necessarily change, then you need to gather tools and resources to help you feel more at ease internally so that that stress doesn't rev you up so much so that you're not constantly moving through the world with so much cortisol that can eventually lead to the manifestation of wind that can then lead to the 100 diseases. And that's why acupuncture is so profoundly beneficial is because you can really help adjust this excessive wood energy. You could cool down the liver. You could help the liver's chi flow more smoothly through the body to induce relaxation of the nervous system, to induce a calming of the mind and of the emotions. So there are many things that you can seek as acupuncturists. These are the tools that we use to help people adjust and to better cope with circumstances that may be generating a lot of wind and these symptoms that we've discussed throughout this podcast. So to recap, the three tips that will help you to temper the wind that can be disrupting your life are as follows. Number one, remember to become more aware Becoming more aware of the changes and what you may be resisting in your life is the first step to tempering the wind. 
Number two is to manage your emotions and see what you can do to soften a lot of those exuberant or more young type of emotions in your life. And number three is to reduce your stress. In other words, you want to make sure that you're tempering or reducing whatever stress factors you can, but also finding ways to manage the stressors that you can't control in your life. And now we want to hear from you. Go to a centerfornaturalhealing.com forward slash wind. And in the comments, let us know where you may be resisting change that may be creating wind in your life. And please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts so that we can share this information with more people just like you. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Natural Healing Podcast. We look forward to having you join us again next time. Bye.